Hey. Yeah. Oh, hello, my fellow Americans. Good evening. Welcome to Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. We have a fantastic room filled. Let's first off, let's give it up for all the comedians in the room. Let's hear you. By round of applause, let's hear all the audience in the house. Yeah, yeah all right. Ooh, full house. Better keep that door open. My name is Mike Spiegel, and I'll be hosting this show. Uh, it's a great show. What we have are the finest comedians here. They're going to be doing some good jokes, some old jokes, some new jokes, some jokes they just came up with. And then after four minutes set, we're going to critique it here live on the air. And if you enjoy the show, please follow our podcast at Joke Workshop. Listen to us stream live on mutinyradio.fm Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Donate. To Mutiny Radio. A lot of these comedians are donating money for their time. We would like you to donate some money as well. Go to Venmo. We have an official account, Mutiny Radio. Why don't you throw some money in there? That would, that would really help. And don't use PayPal anymore. We don't use PayPal. Anyway, that's enough shop. My name is Mike Spiegelman. It's really exciting to be here. I am timing myself, so don't worry about that. I love Pac-Man. I think every museum, excuse me, every museum should have Pac-Man. That way, when I go to a museum, I'll be like, oh, sweet, they got Pac-Man. Yeah. I, I don't, you ever play so much Pac-Man, you walk outside and you see pellets in the street? Not me, but I am haunted by that little red ghost. He misses the blue and the pink one. It's very sad. I also, speaking of games from 35 years ago, I love Rubik's Cube. I just got a book called How to Solve the Rubik's Cube. Step one, learn to read. <laughs> Did not know that. I checked it out of the library. Uh, do you know how many books you could check out at the library in one day? 50, five zero, which is a great way for me to impress my friends when they come over to my apartment. <laughs> I'm like, check it out, furniture. <laughs> Have a seat. Made out of 49 books. Who would like to do some blow? <laughs> On book 50. You gotta wipe that shit down because the librarians know if you ever cut a line in a library book. It's very important to use your finger twice. And that's what I tell people when I do it. I said, I, I'm only, I'm not hogging the coke, I'm cleaning this library book. Trust me, I have a plan. Do you guys have any more coke? Is what I usually follow up with. Enough about coke, right? Yeah. We're pots, what's that? More coke. More coke, all right, well let me tell you. One thing about Coke is that people know me and they'll say, oh, you should really try my Coke. And then about half a line through, they're like, I don't think Coke's for you. I'll finish that line for you. And then talk to you. It's not like pot where we don't give share it either, right? Pot's legal, man. I fucking hate that. Everybody has to name the pot by the strand of the weed they actually spent money on. It's no fun, man. I was at a party. I'm like, what's this? And they're like, uh, super kush. All right. And then, uh, what's this, a uh, train wreck? Sure, fine, classic. What's this? Oh, uh, a train was leaving Emeryville and it wrecked and uh, Supercoach saved him, he's unbreakable. OG times silver. I was at a party, I was smoking weed, I go, man, this is great weed, what's it called? Do you guys crack cocaine? See, I wanted to get another cocaine joke in before we start. Oh, it's time for more cocaine. Cops like me. They never give me uh, jaywalking tickets. I once crossed this middle of a mission and a cop gave me, it wasn't a ticket, it was a note. 
handwritten note. It says, I like your style. Sign, sign a cop. So nice. I like it when cops have like SUVs. Never in my life will I be able to afford an SUV, but cops have them and they justify having these giant SUVs on the street by painting them like white, black, white. First time I saw it, I was like, oh shit, Mecha Panda. Mecha Panda. All right, uh, well, I wanna try a new one. You know, up, oh, time is up. So let's start our show, ladies and gentlemen. Give it a round of applause for your first comedian this evening. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. Woo! Ramped up to that really quickly. <laughs> um, who here? Uh, who here didn't like? Didn't really like participating in high school, like in class. Like, did anyone feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I. Uh, was thinking about how High School Jeopardy really is like the most ridiculous TV show because I think, I feel like realistic High School Jeopardy would just be like three kids behind there, but just not wanting to answer. Like just in, just in silence, just looking at each other until the buzzer counts down and Alex Trebek is like, uh, the answer was Othello. Um, and they all probably knew that, but they just didn't want to look uncool. Like... Like, God forbid one of them answers and gets it right, and the guy next to him is just like, gay? <laughs> like, um, and that's what my high school is like. I went to high school with all guys. That was probably good for me. Um, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> on, a, on a slightly related note, I've never hit a woman. Uh, th thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I was hoping that that would get some applause. Um, not for any personal reason or belief. I've just never been in a situation where it seemed necessary, uh, which I was a little confused by because I thought I would be in way more situations requiring uh, hitting a woman based on what you're told growing up as a young boy. Everyone is just emphasizing, like, whatever you do, never hit a woman. And I, I just assumed I was going to be growing up in situations surround like just resisting the urge to hit women all the time. Like I was like, is there something I need to know about women? Like, cause I wasn't gonna, and now I'm really concerned. Uh, I don't know. I, I never did it. So I was a little surprised, uh, when I got to college and women started hitting me. Um, uh, I was lucky. I developed a kink for it because Typically, when that happened, that meant in about 10 minutes we were going to be having sex. Uh, so I just developed a Pavlovian-like response for toxic relationships. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's what happens. Like, I remember uh, being a kid and the first time, like, a super hot girl likes you and then uh you know like like you get to you get to, you still have braces but like you, you get to make out with her and then and then she lets you touch her boob and you're like this is this is crazy and then it goes even further it's like she lets you she lets you finger her, and you're like your your mind is blown you can't believe it this is this is un, unreal like you're just a nerdy ass little kid and uh you tell all your friends and, and they're excited uh for you and then she kind of stops talking to you you know it's one of your friends uh spend a lot more time with her uh, and then they, they, uh, proceed to tell you nothing, nothing's going on at all. And then within three months you learn that, uh, uh, she fucked him in your bed while you were down the hall. And that's when you realize like, when was the last time someone smacked this bitch? Like, <laughs> 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 
this is recording this is recording right okay because i forgot to record this um uh let's see last but not least um I, I feel like I'm a relatively smart guy, you know, smart enough. Uh, I feel like I'm smart in dumb ways, though. Like, my brain will make connections that make complete sense to me before I realize that I'm missing information. Uh, but it still makes complete sense, though. Like, when I was a kid, I heard the word euthanasia, but I didn't know what it meant. So I thought it meant youth in Asia. Uh, and so whenever people are like, hey, we have a problem with euthanasia, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> China has too many kids. <laughs> that must be why they have a one-child policy. That makes sense. It's very progressive of them. Uh, and I thought euthanized meant like, like unionized, but for kids. Where I was like, well, they need representation, right? So whenever people were like, hey, we can't let people euthanize, I was like, hey, give these kids a chance, like to at least try to euthanize themselves. You know, like they deserve a shot. Um, all right, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, hang on stage. Hang on stage there, Kyle Morrissey. Uh, gr uh, good stuff. Anyone have any comments for Mr. Morrissey? Like to hit our two hot mics. Yeah, see if it works. We have a brave soul. Can you hear me, Mike? Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, I liked, um, yeah, the high school Jeopardy, I just feel like you need to set that up faster that you're actually talking about high school jeopardy rather oh. than just asking people about high school okay. just ask people if they've seen high school jeopardy okay and explain to them if they don't have an idea what you're talking about which i never have heard of it but it sounds like it's pretty easy to explain okay it sounds like it's jeopardy with high school people awesome yeah uh violence against women i, I yeah that's uh i like the pavlov pavlov's well you said pavlovian effect i think you should just say pavlov's dog of toxic relationships okay, okay. and then i think more people will understand that more quickly okay, okay. and then i think that it needs a tag like of an actual example okay. like you see x and then y happens you know just like yeah, flesh it out more yeah. i don't have more specific example from that no, euthanasia uh unfortunately a david sedaris joke but but euthanize fantastic he already did a euthanasia joke well you it'll say, here's the thing david sedaris is not actually a stand-up comedian no, no. but he is a st short story writer and he actually has a story called euthanasia no way. where he, he uh where he okay. like and he talks about how he hears the phrase and just sees like cute little uh, Asian kids running around being happy and frolicking in their little uniforms. Kyle, it is a chestnut. To your credit, it, it, it is a uh, chestnut. People have done it before. What's a chestnut? Oh, a classic. People have heard it. It's it's on the street. You know? Okay, yeah, gotcha. It's in the public domain. Cool. It's like when you tell that joke on Twitter and everyone already told that joke. Oh, I got to get on Twitter, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just lurk. <laughs> thank you. Like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think I agree with Hunter. Like, maybe he's a kind of wordy. Kind of wordy? Yeah. It's not working that mic. No, 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 Big of a word. Yeah. Uh, just I say just simplify that instead of just okay. using that. But good job, dude. Thank you. All right, let's wrap it up. Anyone have a, anything to say to Kyle before we go? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, so I was gonna say with the high school Jeopardy, I didn't know that it was a thing. Also, okay. I feel like you can go straight to it and okay. find it. Um, with the um, like 
like Smack This Girl, I think the lead up was too long. Okay. I also feel like the things you could have used leading up to that would have been like things that demonstrated how much effort you put in and how much of like a bad person she was as opposed to like wonder. Okay. Because I feel like wonder doesn't like merit uh, that. Um, it's good. Good to know. And, uh, you know, check if the mic's on. It's not coming it sounds through. sounds like it's on. We we should use the other mic. Well, it's it's not going through the board. Oh, there we go. I hear something. Huh. Well, God bless Mini Radio. Well, thank you. We got the feedback going. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Kyle yeah, thank Morrissey. you guys. That was really helpful. Kyle Morrissey. Your next comedian coming on stage. Please give it up for Kelly Hahn. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyra. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, hey, my name is Callie, and I'm from Canada, and I am nice. And if you're not nice, I apologize. Uh, um, I recently moved back to Vancouver from Toronto, a city where the winter tries to kill you. But the people just act casual, like, I don't know, man. I was like, I was not casual. I was like, help, you know, like, what's with this east-west, northeast, southeast, western ice wind, you guys? But, yeah, it w and it wouldn't be so bad if uh, Toronto summer didn't also try to kill you, but it does. Uh, <laughs> after two years, I just wanted to shout at my friends, like, you guys need to move. You guys need to live somewhere where the air doesn't hate you, you guys, where you don't have to fight the air, you know? Like, you should come to Vancouver where it's okay to be weak. I just want to be weak, you know? <laughs> like, it doesn't always work out, though. Like, uh, earlier this fall, um, this comedy promoter tried to rip me off for $44. And, uh, yeah, he was supposed to pay me at the next show, but... Um, before the show came, I contacted him on Facebook and I said, hey man, are you going to pay me at the show? And he said, could you do me one more favor? And I said, nope. And, he's, I, and then I said, are you going to pay me? And he said, I can't pay you because the other comedian demanded more money. So I gave her your $44. I said, that wasn't available. That was my money. And then uh, before I went to the show, I started practicing talking tough with my iPhone. You know, I was like, hey, man, I need one of my money. You now have, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, hey, man, I need one of, of, one of my money, which you now have. No. Hey, man, <laughs> I need my money, which you have. But anyway, yeah, I got to the show, and he didn't have my money well, he had some of it, but not the $44. So I said, you need a money makeover. <laughs> and then he, he said, no, I don't. So I said, you're going to send the rest in an e-transfer, and you're going to pay the e-fucking fee. And he was like, so what? It's just a dollar. And then I tried a different tactic. I, I decided to try to give this guy life advice <laughs> without really being qualified. Uh, tell this guy advice who's trying to rip me off by telling him money maxims that I made up myself. I said, hey man, old tricks do not a new dog make. And he just looked at me like I was an asshole. So, uh, yeah, so eventually I got my 44 bucks, but only after I worried for 44 hours. So that's my stuff. 
Do you guys have, my name is Kelly, do you have thoughts? Thank you. Hang on, Kelly. Uh, we uh, want someone to get on that mic, test the mic. Try this mic right over here, the closer one. See if this one works better. <laughs> No, no. All right. Well, then, please try the other one. Let's get your voice heard. Um, when did you move here? I didn't move here. You didn't move here. You're no. still here. I'm um, just visiting. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I so I feel like listening to the first joke uh, when you're like Toronto summers kill you too. I was yeah. like, I don't know why. I had no idea why, and so I feel <laughs> like as you come to San Francisco and at, or as you go to like other cities, I, yeah. I, I feel like just keep in mind that what um, you know, people in Toronto or in Canada might understand about you know Toronto, like other people might un not understand. Okay. So I think that I mean that I think that just carries over to um, good call. Anything, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I like, um, yeah, the $44 story. Um, I think you should sp just take a little bit of time to really brag over the fact that somebody is paying you $44 to do comedy. It's like, hey, I know what you guys are thinking. $44 is like, <laughs> who the fuck do I think I am? You know, because, yeah, that's, okay, yeah. that's funny for two separate reasons, I okay. would say. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, cool. Anyone else have anything for Callie? We're good. Callie, thank you so much. Hope to see you again. There goes Callie Han. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep Joke Workshop going. Your next comic, please give it up for Hunter Stairs. How y'all doing tonight? Woo! Yeah. So I'm I'm actually gonna take a second before I I'm just gonna take a second before I start my set to say seriously now that Mutiny Radio has a Venmo please donate to Mutiny Radio even if you have absolutely no money just follow them on Instagram and say something nice that counts as a donation literally just just don't don't walk out of this place doing nothing please that's a really good idea the Venmo is at mutiny radio with no punctuation whatsoever do not do to me do not do at mutiny radio fm that is defunct and erroneous and will go nowhere that's helpful right yeah. okay great um so yeah i don't normally do this but i i was i was having a couple of thoughts about politics and i'd like to get into them you know people let's talk about trump just for a little bit people talk about trump people have been talking about him for like three years now as long as he's been president saying oh he's worse than hitler oh he's bad as hitler he's just as bad as hitler and i've thought really long and hard about it and my honest read on this situation is that is super super insulting and disrespectful to hitler like really i'm 100 percent serious about this because say what you want about hitler he did murder six million innocent people but he really cared about Germany. Like, he really cared about Germany. Like, first of all, self-made man, but we don't even have to get into that. He, he annexed other countries for Germany. When the fuck is, is Trump going to do something like that for us? When are we going to get, like, the Bahamas or the rest of the Virgin Islands or some dope shit out of this? He couldn't even deliver on Greenland. Jesus. Second, completely genuine thought about um, Trump. Everybody's looking at this whole impeachment thing. Do you guys woke? You listen to stuff. You know he's being impeached. Great. 
So everybody keeps saying the same thing over and over again. The Republicans, they're so stupid for defending him. They're so stupid for defending him. Why are they ruining their future political careers by defending him? They must just be so short-sighted. And I thought about it, and honestly, I think that they're playing a deeper and more intelligent game than any of us are giving them credit for. Because I think they want him to be impeached just as badly, if not worse, than the Democrats do. But they need to keep his supporters afterwards. They need that to rub off on them a little bit, you know? And so they can't just attack him at any point during this process. Like, imagine you have a best friend and you are secretly in love with his wife or girlfriend. And that friend dies. On the outside, yeah, you're going to be crying. You're going to be, no, Brian, why? It was too young. But on the inside, you're like, okay, what is it? Three months? Six months? How long before I get a crack at that pussy? These are my honest thoughts. These are not even jokes. Um, I think I got, do I, are you going to buzz me at a minute or what's the deal now? Okay, great. Um, so I'm from Louisiana. Um, originally, I live in Oakland, originally from Louisiana. Is there anybody else here who just found out that drinking and driving is illegal? <laughs> All right, that's good enough for me. Thank you. Hang on there, Hunter. Good job. Hey, man, I would say with the Hitler one, the self-made man is really funny, and I haven't heard that. I would just put that up front. All 100% true, by the way. Yeah, know? no, I got you. Anyone else? Anyone else would like to go up and uh, those are just all true things. Offer constructive criticism for our comedian on stage. Uh oh, looks like you're getting off the hook. All right, thanks. Sure. I I thought you did very well. You don't really need advice, but uh, I I thought you could add one line like around the three months, the six months. Like, what's polite? What, yeah, what's 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 decorous? <laughs> yes, yes. All right, got another one. Um, oh, it's super funny. I think the uh, the part about uh, how Republicans need to like maintain his support for like later in his office is like too close I think, to just like real political commentary. Like that's a like I read that analysis in newspapers, so I feel like it's a setup to what's very funny, which is like the dead friend. Yeah. So I would just condense that a little bit and get to the the kind of fresher stuff which was like extremely funny i feel that thank you all right fair enough thank you so much hunter stare as he descends to hail to the chief here at joke workshop your next comic coming to stage very funny great to have him here will you please give it up for jared senna all right how's everybody doing tonight great. all right fuck yeah love your attitude white dude all right, I got two dollars from Mutiny. Uh, I wanted—I was gonna do it beforehand, but I'm, I wanted to do it during my stage time, so I can make a big show of it. All right. All right. Thank you for the applause. Support Muni Radio. We got a Venmo now. It's called uh, at Muni Radio, right? Not at FM. At Muni Radio. Okay. All right. You get hear that, guys? At Muni Radio. Okay, so, um, hi guys, I'm Jared, if you guys didn't know who I am, uh, I'm, a, I'm a student at SFSU, and I just got done with finals, everybody. Uh, it's great, um, now I can, finally, I can finally start hitting open mics more, but the reason why I haven't been doing open mics is not because of my finals, 
is because I've been smoking a fuck ton of weed, which turns out not the best way to sm- with not not the best way to study for finals. Uh, fun fact about me: I'm a very arrogant person. I believe that I can be the best at stand-up comedy if I just really put my mind to it. I can be one of those top ne- top comedians in the world. Also, because I have a very little penis. Uh, uh, I will make it in stand-up one day. Trust me, guys. All right, so uh, I've been having a problem recently with stand-up. Uh, um, after my set, one lady told me that I actually scared her, and that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't come into comedy just because I wanted to scare people. I just wanted to entertain you guys. Um, see, guys, I'm like a pug, both in like uh, personality and appearance, and I know because I actually have a pug back at home. Um, see, I have this really like flat, expressive, wrinkly face. Um, I'm like energetic to the point I'm like borderline aggressive and because I like to shit on my sister's bed whenever she leaves her door open. Yeah. You know, I may seem like a bad brother, but you know what? That's her fucking fault for staying in the shower for too long. What's up, dude? How you doing? Yo! Yo! I'm back! He's back! Give it up for this guy. This guy. guy. What's your name, dude? Pancake! Pancake! Is that your real name or is that your stage name? Oh. I'll leave it up to you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was half expecting like you to say pan- like to just like that's the only word you can say like like hodor like pancake. <laughs> like that's just how he talks. Like he's sad. Pancake. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> okay. What else is going on in my life? Um, Okay, so I've been dating. I've been trying to date. Uh, that's a better way to say it. Um, and it's a, it's, li- it's a little weird when you're a short person. See, when you're a short person, uh, you're more so seen as a teddy bear rather than a sexual prospect. All right, got the, ho- got the buzzer. Um, which uh, I have mixed feelings about because uh, one, like I understand you, who would want to fuck someone that looks like their little brother, but also I'm kind of pissed because considering that most porn is about fucking their little brother, like wouldn't it go that way? All right, that's all I have for today. Thank you, everybody. All right, hang on there a second. All right, Jared, very nice. I would even say that there's a porn was fucking teddy bears, you know, or. Uh, but I like what you got. What did uh, you guys think? Why don't you hit the mic? Here we go. Hey, good job. Um, I think I, I think I want to hear more details about shitting in your sister's bed. I've like made that joke before about my, like my roommate who's like my sister. But uh, I don't know. It's something I thought of. Just like if you shit on her bed, like shit in her sheets. So then, like when she hops in the bed, she just slides in like a slip and slide. <laughs> it's a horrible thought, but it's what came to mind. Thank you. That's great feedback. I'm gonna have to take that, dude. Kind of gross. <laughs> so I think you can do maybe just a little bit better than teddy bear with that joke. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe rather than a teddy bear, which is an inanimate object. Maybe choose uh, a living animal that's cute, but you don't want to fuck it. You yeah. know, so I was like, like, like nobody wants to fuck something that they would rather put in a terrarium or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like a cute, like a toy dog, or like yeah, or like a little baby turtle or something. Oh, okay. That'd be hard to fuck a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the for the pug. Uh, I feel like you can find some better tags in there. I like the last one. I feel yeah. like you could juice up the other two yeah. a bit. Like, you know, find some things that you're obviously 
you know, relevant to both of you, but maybe a bit more ridiculous on your end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I wanted to call attention to this, the pancake joke that you made. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, that was pretty good off the cuff. Yeah. So I almost feel like you kind of have an opportunity to, you know, kind of try out jokes like that. Maybe be like, do more like what if jokes, right? Because that's yeah. like, I mean, that's like an example of like, what if this dude just like only know, talks only pancake. said pancake you know what i'm saying so like i feel like i mean that came so off the cuff for you i feel like there's other opportunities for you to explore what if things yeah yeah i've been trying that more but thank you it means i've been doing good what's up ian uh just like i just feel like overall just like slow down a little bit yeah Cause it's like super funny and you definitely have a foundation for something that's like gonna be could be like super really funny yeah so just like i think like if you slow down your thoughts will slow down and then like maybe in that you'll probably develop like more from that it's yeah. just like small stuff but yeah, that's all really the jokes were like super solid and oh, overall thanks, good man. joke um, I was just gonna give you a potential line you could use for the dog stuff uh, if you change a little bit you could say uh, I'm a man in the streets but a dog in the sheets and by that I mean I piss on my bed to mark my territory <laughs> or something like that okay, well, that's uh, but anyways that's great that, yeah, Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's my new tattoo. I Thank you that. so much, Jared. Right, Pancake Sanibet. got something to say. Oh, my God. All right, keep going, Pancake. Pa- Pancake. <laughs> Pancake. <laughs> Pancake. Thanks for acknowledging I exist. <laughs> oh, come on. You got your own slot. Get off. Say Pancake. something constructive. Get off. All right. Thank you so much, Pancake. Thank you so much, Jared. Santa. Good night, uh, everybody. All right. Please be seated. Your next comic coming on stage. Great to have him. Will you please give it for Ian Longlands. Uh, it's Ian Langlands, but I'll take what I could get. You got to spell it so I can read it. That's all. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was writing in uh, Arabic there on the paper. Um, hello. Comedy, humor. Um, how do I start this? Homelessness. Not good. <laughs> Anti-homelessness, if anything. We need less homelessness. <laughs> um, homeless people are they're an interesting group, uh, interesting group of folks that I find myself in contact with a lot. I think we all do, especially at San Francisco. Um, but I feel like we need to give them way more respect. Because in some ways, they have their own jobs. They have jobs themselves. They wake up. You know, they set up their little cardboard sign and their little tin can. You know, maybe they play the drums or whatnot, and they get you to uh, donate. I feel like we got to respect that as a job just as much because I realized I had a job because I work late, and sometimes when I work late, I'm out on Market Street at like 2, 3 a.m., and I was worried because it was like they were everywhere. They were like so active and stuff, but they were like off duty. They didn't even care that I was there because who's going to have money out on the streets at 3 a.m.? But then I got worried. I was like, I don't know. What, what if they do contact with me? But you really got to think about it like, you know, like in uh, Walking Dead when all the zombies are around and they put blood on themselves to cover their scent. You just got to like grab a handful of shit, cover your body with it, and then they don't even look at you. It's a truly beautiful thing. Test it out. I mean, it. It's got like a 60% pass rate for me, but uh, you know, <laughs> just giving this suggestion to the audience. Um, it's also, um, the gnarly combo is like the crackhead homeless person, because especially when they're on the bus and they choose you, you ever get chosen by a crackhead on the bus where they're like, you're the one I'm gonna fuck with today. I love, one time I was on part and this guy just kept standing up, looking at me, he's like, Ugh! and I would look and he would just be like, 
he would sit back down. Every five minutes, he'd get up and do it. And it was truly, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt like we had a special bond by the end of the thing. And you know, we still hang out to this day. Um, he's, a, he's almost like a father figure in some ways. Um, all right, that's all I have. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have anything else to say. Oh, hang on a sec there, Ian. Uh, anyone have any uh, commentary, any uh, constructive criticism for the material we just heard? I think you, uh, your crowd talk with me was really good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Trying my best. No, no, no. It's all good. Um, I respect that you went for homelessness because it's kind of like dangerous, like punching down. So I thought the later stuff was cool where like you almost like built a guy up to like the father figure thing, sort of like kind and generous towards that uh, person okay. rather than sort of like, uh, you know, beating up on people who are, mm -hmm. who are down. So I think right. more stuff like that is feels good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I like the homelessness bit too. Um, so I was so uh, when you're getting, I feel like with that first joke, I feel like you get like you get into it too long. I feel like you should just get to the punch quicker. Okay. Um, and also with your crackhead bit, I feel like there's something there. Mm -hmm. I just uh, uh, it just I, I don't know if yeah. like father figure where like is there any is that the end of the interaction? Like he just said hey to you. Was there more stuff than that? Yeah, or, like, that was it. <clears throat> but I can mix it? something up. It doesn't have to be true. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as what is funny is funny. But right. like, yeah, try to add more details to it because mm -hmm. I feel like there is something there. Okay. But on honestly, you have good presence up there, and you did a good job today, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I liked uh, what you did with the connecting with the crackhead at the end. You know, like bonding with him. I thought that was funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I. I felt, you know, the shit was a bit, um, you're trying to go harder, right, and get a laugh, right? Like, right. It's, a, it's a way to do that. But I kind of was interested at this kind of secret city at night that you witnessed. Like, yeah. I'd like to see, I mean, I, and I think you could avoid going for, like, going down, punching down yeah. by just, like, talking about the weird, unexpected things that you might see that might be a little lighter but somehow still funny if you thought yeah, yeah. about it develop that part yeah thank, thank you. you yeah i think if you are going to immediately uh start making fun of homeless people um one way that you could do it would be to acknowledge the fact that you know it's ridiculous to punch down at homeless people from the very okay. beginning like i know somebody finally said it you know like homeless people have had it too easy for okay. too long yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. really yeah okay cool yeah thank you that's solid advice anyone else have anything all right, Ian, thanks so much. All right. You got something? Okay, go ahead, please. <laughs> I was sort of bouncing off that. I was thinking about, like, when you're talking about The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. And I was, like, wondering if you, like, flip that and you're just, like, the, the Walking Dead are actually all the office workers, like, mm. dead from the day, like, coming home, and the only people who are, like, really living are, like, all these homeless people, right. people or something, something like that. Okay, yeah, just, yeah, Just, like, yeah. flip it around. Definitely I don't different know. avenue. I just an idea. All right. Yeah, one more tiny thing I just thought about around, like, I, I do want to see what you see in the middle of the night that I don't see, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'd like to see something enchanted, Okay. if if that appeals to you at all. Thanks. Yeah, no, I just see that. Cool. All right. Thank you. All right. Very cool. Uh, thank you so much, Ian Longlands. I'm sorry I mispronounced your name. We'll give it up. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to keep going. We still have a, a great amount of show, and uh, if you're listening... Contribute. As uh, Hunter mentioned, our new Venmo is Mutiny Radio. There you go.
that no at and if your comics here we appreciate the donations helps out the studio helps us out and we uh, appreciate you guys subscribing to the podcast as well going to muniradio.fm to find each individual show hundreds of comics on this show your next comic coming to stage very funny great to have him here please give it up for mike evans jr song that played instead of hell to the chief yeah uh fucking so the election's coming up next year it's gonna get real scary 2020 uh i feel like either way whoever wins it it's gonna be some crazy shit that happens in the country uh one thing i hate about republicans is they keep bringing up this thing about how like they're the party that freed the slaves right like abraham lincoln was a republican uh i think martin luther king was actually a republican too but They've yet to say that they did this thing in the 80s called the Southern Strategy, which is pretty much they convinced the the South that was like really Democrat, right? The South is really Democrat because they supported slavery back in the day, but the Republicans had to figure out a way to get the South to vote for the new Republican Party. So they did they just said a bunch of racist rhetoric, like, hey, don't you hate forced busing and you know, food stamps and other things alluding to racism, which got the South to then vote Republican again, right? So now, <laughs> with this 2020 election, I don't think anybody's on the fence about who they're gonna vote for again. Just like in 2016, if you're voting for, for Trump, you're voting for Trump, if you're voting Democrat, you're voting Democrat. I think we need to do the Southern strategy again and lie to the South about voting Democrat. Like, hey, if you vote Democrat, we will explode Mexicans on command. It's gonna be great. They'll just go poof like a pinata, and it'll be great. You can fuck your cousin. Slavery will come back. It'll be a good old time. Vote Republican. We will make whites rule the NBA once again. That's my reverse Southern strategy joke. Um, in high school, I used to throw a lot of parties uh, at other people's houses which is very fun, very convenient for me because all I'd have to do is invite people and then their house would get fucked up. Um, one thing that happened one night, one of the craziest parties I had, this girl was just throwing up all over like this dude's like artwork and like his like family heirlooms and shit. And she slips on her own throw up and falls down the front steps. She then drunkly walks into the middle of the street and takes his shit, mid shit gets hit by a car. <laughs> She was okay, but then I walked up to her and said, we got to break up. <laughs> uh, back to the election, one thing I really don't like, well, many things I don't like about Trump is, uh, I don't know about like the stereotypes he's using about Mexicans. I feel like they're just very inaccurate. Like, oh, they're rapists and gang members who steal white man's jobs. Like. I have yet to meet someone who is a rapist and a gang member who could steal a white man's job. I feel like it's pretty hard to pull off all three. I, I just I just don't believe it. Um, you know, stereotypes are funny, man. I think that, uh, <laughs> you know, th this is a really popular movie out. You guys might have heard of it called Jurassic Park. Um, where, you know, we just all assume, even though humans have never met dinosaurs, we all assume that they would be scary, right? We all assume that they would just be trying to terrorize us and eat, or eat our flesh, which is fucked up, because I just think that's just a stereotype. We don't really know. Like, Jer Jurassic Park is to dinosaurs what Fox News is to Mexicans. 
<laughs> perfect perfect timing of the horn uh this is so unrelated but the fucking um, <laughs> the weirdest thing i ever did in my entire life was uh i watched porn in my parents bedroom when i was younger and uh yeah <laughs> it's something i never really wanted to talk about on stage but i was like maybe i'll just, just talk about this so my mom records soap operas on her TV like every day, right? Like growing up, she would record her shit. And that was the only room in the house that had a Comcast. And so I used to love watching like HBO softcore porn on Comcast. So I just went in the room during the day and jacked off. And uh, because they were recording the TV, they saw exactly how I got to the video, where I pressed pause, where I hit slow motion. <laughs> And where I reversed to go back to that same scene, and as this is fucked up, like I, uh, my dad woke me up later that night. He was like, <laughs> he was trying so hard not to laugh. Now that I'm thinking about it, but he was like, in our fucking bedroom. That's fucking weird, man. So, bro, and yeah, that's just that's that's the weirdest thing I ever did. Can I do one more? Just like one more? Okay. Um, I used to date this girl who's like super into kinky shit. I thought it was kind of kind of cute. She used to like put her finger in her vagina and then like lick it in front of me. I'm like, oh, that's kind of hot, right? And then she put her finger in her asshole and then like put it in her mouth. I was like, that's kind of fucking weird. <laughs> I'm not like, you know, against asshole stuff, but like that's just, isn't that a little weird? Put your finger in your own ass and it's just, yeah, that's my time. <laughs> All right, very cool. Mike uh, Evans Jr., why don't you hang on stage? we got some people coming up for some commentary. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I really, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. I uh, really enjoyed your set. Thanks. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed, how just each topic just got progressively weirder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it culminated in the end where you're just talking about some girl... <laughs> Licking your, finger your in the ass. stained finger. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like if you just introduced it that way, just unrelated, I feel, I feel like that would be funny. It hit for me. Let's talk about the weather. I'm like, don't you hate it when their ass is in your finger? Or your fingers <laughs> yeah. in your ass? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like those jokes would hit. But anyways, good job, dude. Right on. Thank you. Great stuff. Uh, really just small edit for the uh, house party joke, which, by the way, I love that you frame it as house parties because it makes the punch that much better. <laughs> um, sure. Re re turn it more of it into dialogue. Be like, you know, like I walked up to her. Uh, I said, are you okay? And she said, yeah, I think so. I said, good. We need to break up. Like that, you know, like more of a dialogue. Because that way you don't have to say she was okay, you know. You look like the good guy. All the way right up until the very last did, second. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, that last bit about porn in your parents' house is like I would listen to multiple minutes of that, like Thanks. string out like each little piece and like the conversation with your dad and like the slow mo stuff. Just like just draw you, it you out. You could build that out into like a whole a whole thing. Uh -huh. Thanks. Um, two small things is what is, the first was just depends on if you care about honesty or not in your set because mm -hmm. I think it might be funnier if you tell instead of say telling the girl that you want to break up saying mm -hmm. uh, I want a divorce that'd be um, so funny oh man because yeah so even though it has that's... no basis in reality it <laughs> might be funny what a divorce um, and then uh, the other uh, other question I just wonder have you ever licked someone's butt yeah 
one time. So why is it weird to stick your finger? I don't know. It just it I just mean, feels I just weirder. Judge I, not look, lest ye be judged. I'm just saying. I, I, it feels like. <laughs> it feels judgy. That, I feel like there's, that some, there's something to go in there. Of why does one make you uncomfortable and the other not? Yeah. Yeah. Like eating someone ass, someone else's ass is like fine, but like eating my own ass just feels like. Would you lick your own butt if you could? N- no. I don't know. It's I've never had. I, I, yeah, no. yeah, it's not a it's hard, hard no. Because no. like. Very soft no. Yeah. <laughs> I am so old. Uh, but as a as a non butt licker, um, I think it's weird. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Um, so I've done the same thing you did in your parents' room. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. And so I, I, oh God! I, what the fuck? <laughs> this, is, this is great. I think that's what a lot of those laughs were. Um, <laughs> so I feel like there are definitely some act outs that a lot of people will relate to if you do them. Because I like I know like you know like jacking off and then running to the door and then coming back and jacking off. So um, definitely a few act outs there. Um, and then there's something I noticed where you're like the rapists like. They're stealing our jobs. Like, I thought that was really funny that you put those two together mm-hmm. because then, like, you could be like, like, no, they're, you know, there was just a rapist at Stanford, you know, like, he, he's still doing that. No one stole his job, you know what Damn. I'm saying? So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely tie it back yeah. to multiple mm. people like that. Uh, if it, yeah, I, I know it was all like super good. I think with mm. the, where you could go with like the um, butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, is, I don't know. You could say something like, "Yeah," and then she like put her finger up her butt and then licked it. And like, okay, that was kind of weird. Then she put her finger up my butt and started licked it. And then like, kind of mm-hmm. like build it up mm-hmm. where it's like gets really weird. It's like not even like sexual anymore. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't mm-hmm. know. Like just like an idea where you can go. Like she puts like, her finger in my ass and like puts it in my mouth. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're at a bus <laughs> stop. Like, and then she starts yeah. eating my ass. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's like stuff like That's, that. Yeah. Huh. All right. What a perfect way to end your set. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All, right. All right. We're going to change the subject from butt uh, licking and bring on some more com- uh, comedians. Your next comment coming to the stage. Very funny. Please give it up for Dylan McKeever. Hey, thanks. You guys shut that door really quick. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Hi, I'm trans, yes, I'm trans, please hold your applause, 90% gay, I'm 100% trans, I need to get that exposition out of the way. Um, so you guys ever like look in the mirror and you're just like, I want to get fucking cunty as fuck tonight, right? And when I say cunty, I don't mean, I don't mean bitchy, I mean fishy, right? There's a difference there. Um, so you do what everyone, anyone would do, right? Maybe you're, maybe you're going out, it's Friday night, you're going out with your girls or something. Um, so you do what anyone would do. You take off all your clothes, and you push your testicles back up into the inguinal glands from whence they originally came from. Simultaneously, you pull your cock down and back against your taint. Perhaps you affix it there with some like athletic tape, right? Then you get your highest, tightest like bikini briefs, you pull them all the way up, as high as I can go. And you've got a seamless, like sleek front butt ready to take to farmer's market, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? This guy knows what I'm talking about right here. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. He's doing it right now, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't tuck, but just wanted to <laughs> throw it out there. I'm trying to do more uh, content that like cis audiences would understand, right? It's my manager, what my manager told me I should try. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna try to do a longer joke. Uh, 
I, I've been doing stand-up comedy for, you know, since the summertime, a few months, and something that I see all the time is comedians making jokes about trans people, right? I'm sure you guys have all seen it, which a lot of times it can be really hurtful, right? Um, but I feel hurt not because I'm like offended by the jokes they make. I'm hurt because their jokes suck ass, right? <laughs> um, I feel like good comedy comes from lived experience. Lived experience comes from, you know, knowing something very, really deeply. You know, you're living, you're living a life which a lot of cis comedians don't have access when it comes to the trans experience, right? Um, and it would be like if I did jokes about like particle physics, right? <laughs> particle physics, like I don't know anything about particle physics. <laughs> I went to UC Santa Cruz where I studied, I didn't study you guys, I spent four years binge drinking um, before, the, before the recession. Anyway, the point is that if I did jokes about particle physics, I would be out of my element, I guess, right? Um, so just to demonstrate what that looks like, uh, I wrote some jokes about particle physics. Do you guys want to hear them? Just to show what it would be like if someone wrote out of, you know, out, out of their league, out of their, out of their lane. All right, joke number one. Uh, you guys have all heard of the particle accelerator, the, la the Large Hadron Collider, right? Uh, more like the Large Hardon Collider. Am I right, folks? That science bunker is 100% horny, and all it wants to do is smash particles together with its male penis, right? Okay, weird joke, kind of low-hanging fruit. I don't know why there's so much emphasis on the penis being male. Um, next joke, let's do another one. <laughs> when I was growing up, uh, Everything that made up the universe was like atoms and molecules, right? That was it. It was one or the other. That's all there could be, right? Nowadays, it seems like you can sort of be whatever you want with whomever you want, right? You can be a quark, a neutrino, fucking dark energy, dark matter, right? Call me old-fashioned, but it's atoms and molecules, right? Not atoms and stevacules. <laughs> weird, weird, terrible joke. Not good. Thanks. Um, all right, last joke. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more. <laughs> um, if you're some kind of hydrogen molecule, right, and you just like cut off your proton so you can go live your life making covalent bonds with other molecules, uh, I still know who you are. All right, you're still a hydrogen molecule in my eyes. Right? Sure, I might find you like a little bit more attractive. You know, I might want to even give you a little molecular size kiss on the lips. Right? But I know who you are. You know, I know what you are. You're still a hydrogen molecule, right? And I know who I am. I'm a middling comedian desperately trying to offer my lukewarm take on a topic I don't know anything about, right? <laughs> um, uh, I have more where this joke goes. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's my impression of someone trying to do jokes that are out of their out of their, out of their lane. Um, thanks, guys. Um, I'm Dylan. That's my time. All right, Dylan McKever. Uh, uh, hang on stage. Anyone have any comments? Constructive criticism? Joke workshop-y? Cool. Um, okay. Let's see. So I feel like for the examples of uh -huh. the physics jokes, I feel like you could take them more slowly. Yeah. Because I feel like someone will like hear the word, like for example, covalent bond, for example, and then their mind will start racing. Yeah. So like I feel like you wouldn't want to lose someone when you're like trying to get to uh, a punch. I also feel like maybe I think it's I think it's a really interesting thing that you've set up because like you're telling you you've you kind of said like how can I tell jokes that you know where, where I don't understand anything. So I feel like you can almost tell a joke that is purposefully bad 
Yeah. Right. And make it so like maybe the premise is funny and then like the punchline doesn't hit and then the premise is funny. So it's like maybe it's the, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe it could be the opposite because like it's not supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you can play with that. Uh, this is super personal and like you this totally your sort of decision how to do this. I thought the first bit would have been better had you not led with being trans because there's such a like mystery to it and kind of oh, like yeah. wait like what like talking like there's such a like it's totally fascinating and I think knowing having led with that uh, just had a, had a different experience listening to it of kind of like just different so I feel like you could have a really interesting kind of like hook and then explain afterwards if you wanted to that you were trans I see I see reveal later I, I don't have uh, edits for your work but I just want to say it's I appreciate hearing from you and your experience and uh, the fact that you're undaunted because I've heard a lot of those jokes too over the years and I found it very difficult to listen to those jokes and then I really appreciate you making light of it and in that manner and then I thought your uh, your fake physics jokes were, were funny and worked because Thanks. they didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Oh, very cool. And I want to congratulate you, Dylan. If you've been performing since the summer, so you're a new comic. Yeah, Hope you yeah. keep seeing you at all the mics and uh, keep coming back to Joke Workshop. Thanks. I appreciate all right. it. Cool. All right, that was Dylan McKeever. We're going to keep Joke Workshop going. Your next comic, very funny. We please give it up for Joel Lewinstein. Uh, everyone. Uh, so I live in the Tenderloin, kind of a little bit of a rough neighborhood, and uh, we have a lot of package theft in my uh, in my building. So someone put up like a like a most wanted poster of uh, package thieves, just like by itself, kind of ridiculous. Because like, I guys are like. Danny Ocean, like trying to rob the Bellagio here. They're just like taking packages. Um, so my mailman came in and he was like, this guy got shot in the head and killed like on your block. I saw it on the news and he recognized him from the most wanted poster. I was like, fuck, that is really sad. Uh, do you know who didn't think it was sad was the mailman. He was hyped. He was like bouncing around talking about how this guy got what's coming to him. It was clear that this guy genuinely thought that package theft should be a capital crime. This guy was bouncing around like we just killed Osama bin Laden, like waving an American flag, talking about singing the Star Spangled Banner. It was like very, very intense. Uh, so much so that I was actually wondering like if the mailman himself had shot him. He was like a vigilante mailman who kind of like had a Batmobile, but it was like a mail truck and he was going around at night like finding package thieves and, and shooting them. Terrifying. Uh, I have a one-year-old son. Uh, having a one-year-old really brings you with a, a different relationship to, to poop. You've never, you've never really known someone until you've you've stared directly at a butthole as it's pooping. Like that's pretty rare, right? Like your friends, your friends in the woods, like they go behind a tree. Even dogs have the decency to sort of like turn away from you with a little bit of shame. But this kid will just do it like we're mid-change, and he'll just like let another one rip. And it's like it's like you're watching a sinkhole open. It's like the that scene in Independence Day where like the ship is above the building, and then just like it opens up really wide, and that beam comes down. That's 
basically what it's like. Uh, leads to a weird relationship with my wife as well. Um, when she was home with him, she would uh, she would text me photos of him covered in his own his own poop, uh, and they look like in that little iPhone preview. They look like a like a sexy photo. You get a little like preview, a little skin. You're like, oh yeah yeah yeah, all right all right. You like you like turn away from your coworkers and open it up, and instead it's just like a like a ten pound human, like the size of like a Thanksgiving turkey, just like covered from the nipples down in his own poop. It looks like a looks like a wax model of a baby was dipped in sog paneer. It's truly disgusting. Uh, having this kid has given me like one really good uh, business idea, which is um, we play these like kids nursery rhymes like all the time in our house. And like it's basically just propaganda. Like it's just the same repeated message over and over again. I feel like there's this missed opportunity to like bring really incendiary political messages through this like repeated propaganda. Um, so I wrote some um, some kids nursery rhymes to try and like convince the parents of new political political beliefs. Uh, here's the first one. Uh, Baby beluga in the deep blue sea. A fetus can feel pain at week three. Heaven above and the sea below. You should all vote to overturn Roe. And one more. Uh, uh, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams. That's it. Thanks. All right, hang on there, sir. Uh, all right, that was Joel. Anyone have any commentary? Any comments for Joel? Any workshoppy stuff? I thought for the most wanted package thieves, you could uh, say that the you have this poster with the, the various faces and someone like I guess the posts the post carrier like crosses the guy off. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Thanks. Good. All right. Anyone else? Oh yeah, there we go, Ian. Um, I, I like the uh, the nursery rhyme uh, propaganda stuff. I would maybe pick a single. Like I think it's I think conspiracy theories are really funny. Like I think the jet fuel can't melt steel beams one would work. But do do you actually think Roe v. Wade should be overturned? No. Okay. Right. Because because people are gonna even though it's in the reality of the bit, it's gonna confuse people yeah, of yeah. what you're teaching. Because even though it's like a ridiculous thing you're doing. You should still do it with a consistency in the either either do it to your actual values, or you know teach about Noam Chomsky or something, or or just make it because conspiracy theories are so ridiculous that you can get away with like making it about like flat earthers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because you will have if you do that bit to a real audience, if you say even if even though it's clearly a joke and it's dumb, you'll have people in the audience who will stop laughing and go like, wait, what? What do you say about Roe v. Wade? Yeah, 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 like, does he yeah, actually yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I would I'd recommend making that bit more consistent. But I like the idea. I think the idea is very good. Cool. So uh, I think that the way you can get around his concern is by maybe doing picking two, and having one be more left of center and one being more right of center, and that way you can still do your Roe v. Wade one. But I think that you need to take it further, and you actually have to make it rhyme with Roe v. Wade. Uh, yeah. Rather than just stopping at Roe, because some people will get it, but you're going to bring everybody along with Roe v. Wade. Yep. You think of words that rhyme with Wade, man. Shade rhymes with Wade. Yeah, I think yeah. other things also probably rhyme with Wade. Yep. Yeah. Can I do another? Uh, oh, sorry. Were you done? Yeah, I'm okay. Sorry. And also, wouldn't a Roe v. Wade one work better with Row, Row, Row Your Boat? I was thinking. <laughs> isn't it like, I think isn't like right, yeah. like Row, Row, Row v. Wade? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. That's it's good. every woman's right. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's something there for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Well, who could top that? Who could top Roe, Roe, Roe v. Wade? All right. I guess awesome. not. Thanks, everyone. Oh, my God. Joel, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here at Joke Workshop. Don't forget to, if you're enjoying the show, donate to the station at our new Venmo, at Muni Radio. Your next comment coming to the stage. Very funny, great to have you. Please get up for Jason King. Yeah. Woo, what goes on? Give it up for yourselves for coming out on a Monday. Yeah. Um, so uh, Joe Biden recently said we need to stop punching at the problem of domestic violence. <laughs> Yeah, I think we also need to realize that the police brutality isn't so black and white. <laughs> we should also stop putting fuel on the California wildfire problem. And then we should stop fucking with women's rights. <laughs> um, so uh, when I first moved to San Francisco, I was blown away. Probably because I got hit by a car. I got hit so hard that I rolled uphill. <laughs> okay, that's a new tag. That one works. Fantastic. Um, this is a new one. Um, so who was the Luke that ruined warm? <laughs> right? Like, did this, did this guy's parents just not buy heat for his house? <laughs> you know, like his friends come over. They're like, Luke, it's uh, kind of not warm in here. <laughs> and he's like, really? It's, this, is, this is the warmest I know? <laughs> and they go to school the next day, and they're like, Hey, it's kind of not warm in here. It's like, no, it's it's lukewarm. <laughs> Maybe he was just like a dumb kindergartner, you know? The teacher's been like teaching the concept of warm for months. And then he he, he pulls like a he pulls out his sippy cup filled with like leftover tea. He's like, "Warm?" <laughs> She's like, "No, no, Luke. <laughs> not warm." Finally, they get to like the end of the semester, and um, uh, the teacher's like, uh, you know, if he doesn't pass now, he'll, he won't, you know, she'll have to deal with him forever. And once again, he's just like, warm? <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, it's lukewarm. <laughs> it's lukewarm. Okay. Um, bup, 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 bup. Today I uh, I read an article titled "The The Decade Tech Lost Its Way." I was like, really? I was like, it's pretty self-important to say that this was the first time that tech has had an adverse effect on people's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about like the domestication of animals? Right? There was probably some dude who came to his boss's house, you know, finding a horse carriage, and he's like, "So you you, you don't want you don't want a piggyback ride?" <laughs> You know, um, some lady finds out, you know, that they figured out how to how to milk cows. And she's like, so you don't you don't want any of this? Well, well, now my tits are full. <laughs> um, what about the innovation of instruments? You know, like some guy sees a trumpet being blown and he's like, you mean you don't you don't want me to scream in high pitch? You know, <laughs> all right, cool. That's my time. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, comments, feedback, please, por favor. Um, cool. Yeah. New York. I'm from New York, Queens. You from, you from Queens? 
I'm from Queens. I call people out on it all the time. Oh, yeah. Queens. Yeah. You got to talk about the comparisons of first going Queens, man. Oh, I I have. Okay, for sure. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know nothing about this. This is the first time I've been here, so I think I'm supposed to particularly critique the jokes you have. Yep. Okay, for sure. Not you. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, if okay. <laughs> you can. I'm pretty. I'm very pretty, though. It could have worked, but you were rushing it so fast okay. that people couldn't, couldn't that? You, you didn't let it marinate. Okay, fair. You feel me? Okay. Um, yeah, so you need to definitely stretch that first one out a little bit. But I see I see there's there's potential. Hey, the mic What's that? Oh uh, you I think you pushed the button down. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you need to uh I think you need to slow it down and I think you need to uh, work on the syntax of it. Um so yeah, I didn't know it was supposed to be particular jokes because it's my first time here. What's up, bro? Uh, what's up, Hunter? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Everything else was had nothing to do with the jokes you had. But keep doing your thing. I wish you the most best okay. luck. Okay, cool. All right, cool. We got one more coming up. Um, maybe not super helpful. I think the lukewarm stuff is super charming and just yeah. like it's clear that you're cracking up from it and yeah. like the punchlines took a while to get there and they didn't all weren't all home runs but i thought yeah. it was just like still feed. really enjoyable to listen to and you kind of saw where it was going and it was still just fun so i just keep working on that i don't sorry i don't have any better ideas but just like it was right, cool it was still hey, fun. the green light is, is still cool yeah yeah i don't have specific examples for you right now i just okay. couldn't come up with them but okay. the entire premise of tech losing its way and when has tech not lost its way yeah yeah it's a very rich concept because yeah. there's just a million examples of how technology has just made our life worse yeah so uh yeah yeah all right cool all right awesome. anyone else have any more comments all right thank you so much you. give it up for Appreciate jason it. king Joke Workshop continues. Your next comment coming to the stage. Very funny. Please give it up for Pancake. Someone's outside. I, I heard it, so I took a chance. You guys, um... The holiday season is here. Who's who's enjoying a nice indoor kind of living? I and some other comics I know are living out of their car. It's nothing new. It's part of uh, the craft. You have to suffer for your art. Um, the flu's going around. So I put a, a muff on the microphone. Also, I need to get my mouth closer to the mic. I hear. Also, every time I put it up to my lips, I don't put it on my lips, but if I ever like bump it into my lips, every time, every single time, it's a little moist. Um, that's just... That's just us. We lose so much moisture when we breathe and talk. Stay hydrated. I got my bottle of water right here. No sponsorship needed. Mutiny Radio. You guys need to start making jugs. Uh, no, little uh, cartons of water. That's how you sustainable, right? I'm going to begin now. 
Thank you. Is the is the audience mic'd? Uh, there was a good reaction right there. <laughs> I I think I'm I'm gonna make an invention uh, to put on stages for people that might get uh, anxious. So it's like a fidget toy that looks like a mic stand, and they can bend it around and spin it and push up and down on it, mess with the uh, controls. I think it would save a lot of money at the bar. Uh, gotta, we have to support the venues, not mess up their equipment. Very important phone calls need to be made. I can tell everyone's on their phone. Or is that just life now? Uh, why did I open my phone as well? Because I found God in jail. What was he doing there? I think it was because of all the atrocities. I'm thinking the ones that have uh, anniversaries that are coming up. Uh, I, I went to a uh, pool hall and it's the hippest spot in, in town. And what happened? Then I, I ran into this guy. He was uh, a Jamaican rude boy. Um, and I know a lot about uh, the uh, English music culture of the 60s and 70s. But I got uh, in trouble, thank you, for, uh, for I accidentally called him a proud boy. Uh, and I, I definitely meant to say rude boy. I was like, oh, dude, you're explaining everything that makes you a rude boy. Oh, man, I'm just waiting for my chance to say, oh, you're, you're a proud boy. Oh, shit. And in, in my mind, I was freaking the fuck out. And everyone was looking at me in the, in the group. And I, I, I couldn't correct it in the moment. And now, now I seem like... Captain Planet. Um, you guys remember that show? The power is yours. Uh, happy holidays. That's it. Goodbye. Thoughts? All right. Yeah, that's good enough. But hang on there, pancakes. Uh, we have the uh, lines open. If you guys want to go to the mic, go ahead and, and call uh, provide in. Provide some uh, joke workshopy criticism. And if you want to call our hotline, 415 550 0511 and you could criticize uh, constructive criticize on the air go ahead thank you uh, I feel like you're missing an opportunity to uh, compare that thing that you just put on the microphone with a condom uh, yes. so I mean there's a million different ways you could do that but one that I thought of was uh, I know that comedians don't use condoms you know how I know you know how I know and then just put it on there and then that <laughs> should stand for itself I think Oh, okay, I think you need to address the elephant in the room. You, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, t like, you gotta talk. Like, I'm looking at you. You a big ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You gotta weave that into all your shit. Like when you're like living out of your car, 
you know, living out of the fridge. Some, you know what I mean? There's some shit right there that you could throw in, and I think it would be some fire shit. But, you know, I was one of the few people laughing. Thank you. Um, I've got I've got really silly, dumb one-liner you could try using. You might like, you, you could come out and say, uh, I go by the name uh, Pancake, uh, but that's just a stage name. My real name is uh, Waffle. <laughs> just because it's just a dumb mystery. That's all right. I'm taking that joke if you're not taking it. <laughs> I know people named Waffle, so I just like. I or or crepe. You know, crepes are funnier than waffles. So. Yeah, it's I like hate a, crepes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fake pancake. Well, this, you this is a great conversation, guys, and we could keep going with this. It's too but dry. I want to say, uh, pancake, you and I have the same thing, which we're the Howard the Ducks. When we walk in the room, we stand out. So I think, if anything, if you're on stage, people uh, will see you before you speak, as Tony Sparks would always say. You could use that to your advantage and say something to accommodate just the way you are, uh, your style. Like I, I. Uh, I don't know. So it's it's not it's just more of 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 uh, just standing out. So you know, if anything, I meant to walk in very nervously, but the music was going and I was late to be called. So I just went with trying to start some energy. You sang along, man. You you played along to the moment, and I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Pancake here at Joke Workshop. Your next comic coming to the stage. Very funny. Great to have me. Please give it up for Ian Levy. This is the part we don't know from the song. Oh, oh thank you very much. That's very kind of you guys. Um, I uh, Sometimes I forget uh, that I'm an adult. Uh, like I was in the grocery store the other day. Uh, I saw some chocolate pudding. And my first uh, reaction was like, oh, man, I wish I could get that. Uh, and I was like, well, wait, what are we talking about? I can't. I could, you know, I could have all the chocolate pudding I want. I could eat it for breakfast every morning if I wanted to. So I decided to to get it, uh, and so I got it. I, I picked it up on the shelf, and then my girlfriend was like, put that back. I was like, okay. And I, put, I put it back immediately. Uh, and then uh, later, uh, when she was in the car, I, because I'm an adult, said, oh, I left my wallet in there. Uh, then I went and bought the pudding. Uh, I bought chocolate pudding, and I didn't, I didn't buy, because you could buy, like, pudding cups, you guys know, but I found, I didn't know this was a thing as a kid, uh, you could just buy tubs of pudding. I bought a, t- a full tub. The only thing I bought is I just bought a tub of chocolate pudding uh, and I snuck it home you know <laughs> so my girlfriend wouldn't see and then when I got to my uh, house and I was finally alone I started eating the pudding I was like this is great I could just eat this tub of pudding it's a whole tub of pudding and I didn't use like a tiny spoon no like I used uh, you know it was like a tablespoon you know one of the big spoons like the ones you use like to measure coffee or something I don't know was, but I was using a big spoon and I ate the first bite and I was like this is, delicious. This is the greatest idea I've ever had this is pudding is so good and I took the second bite I was like man this is really good this is really good i took a third bite i was like you know uh this is, this is a lot of pudding this is a tub of, a tub of pudding i don't know how you define a tub of pudding it's a lot uh and then i took a fourth bite i was like you know i think um i hate pudding this is terrible and now i just have a full i took four bites out and i have a tub of pudding in my house and i can't even okay i don't know where that's going that's more of just a true thing um I hate my cell phone. I hate my cell phone. Uh, and if I did not have my cell phone, I would be dead within five minutes. That is my, that is the nature of my, I met someone uh, earlier tonight who, cause am I the only one who's done this? Who have just given up on like a physical map? 
Like I went, I went to to Spain for two weeks. Had no idea where I'd be, and my only hope was Wi-Fi. I didn't even think about buying a map. I just wandered. My whole trip of Spain was just looking for Starbucks so I could use the Wi-Fi to find museums, and I didn't see anything. You know what I saw? I saw a lot of Starbucks. Oh, dear. Okay. I uh, I think uh, Mike Evans Jr. earlier was talking about this about uh like democrats and republicans and then they switch you know like back in the day the republicans always talk about how they ended slavery but what they never talk about uh is really the republicans and democrats they weren't those parties what you really got to judge it by is uh conservatives and progressives right because if you take all the labels away the conservatives have always been on the same side of history and progressive has always been on it and if you really break those down, isn't it kind of crazy that there's a group of people who call themselves progressives and there's another group of people who are anti progress They're like, you know what? We don't want progress. You know, there's too much progress going on because there's always been, it doesn't matter what part of history, like during the French Revolution, there would have been people like, you know what? I think we should give the monarchy another chance. Like that's, okay, that's just for me. I I don't know. I didn't have a lot. Uh, you know, you, I have a problem now. So I, I'm, a, I'm a nanny. So I work with a lot of kids. Uh, and, and all my jokes now are about getting shit on. Like, that's everything I write is just today, this kid, he kept drinking his milk. And his mom told me afterwards, she's like, oh, did you drink all that? I was like, yeah, I drink all his milk. She's like, oh, yeah, I had uh, laxatives mixed into it because he's con constipated. And oh, boy, did they kick in. And yeah, I've had uh, just shit on my arm fully. Um, thank you. All my material, because I still, I go back and I watch a lot of classic. I love watching old stand-up. But now I keep trying to take my heroes and applying them to my life, which is just playing with small children. So now, like, I've been watching a lot of Chris Rock recently. So um, this is my uh, new bit uh, inspired by Chris Rock um, uh, about uh, Hot Wheel cars, okay? So this is my Chris Rock bit. Okay, I'm gonna end the bit right there because that, I, d I genuinely didn't mean to do that. I was gonna do a whole, there's two kinds of Hot Wheels and one of them has got to go. Okay, no, but that's. Keep going. I'm sorry, Mutiny Radio. There's no way we can afford all the Tim White tonight. It's gonna go to replacing that stool now. Okay, uh, that's my time. I'm done. No, it's not broken. I'm all good. right, thanks so much. Ian Levy causing chaos in the station. That's gonna cost the station big. Did you break a chair? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how's the donation been? Is it okay? It's fine, yeah. It's, all right. It's That's all, what we care about. Solid. Speaking of care, why don't Ian, you stay on stage. We've got people with some comments. Okay. I think that, I think that uh, the tub of pudding thing is good because there's a lot to unpack there. The idea that, like, yeah, you are an adult. You can do whatever you want to, and frequently that involves you making choices that a child would make yeah. uh, because you're allowed to, and then realizing, oh, yeah, there's like a this, reason. Is why, yeah. this is why children aren't allowed to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, you just need an analogy for the tub of pudding that ties back in with that premise. Like, buying an entire tub of pudding is like, and then think of something else a kid would do, but then in reality, like stocking your entire pizza with free, uh, your entire freezer, free, uh, refrigerated pizza. I mean, that's just an example. I don't think it's the one you should go with. Yeah, but yeah. It's an example of what I think you should. Do. I could say buy a tub of pudding is almost like if a kid would uh, buy an entire tub of pudding. Or like no, if a kid, I'm, I'm if, just, if, if, if a kid, no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. If a yeah, kid yeah. could like buy a tiger or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. You're just like something crazy. And then the only other thing I would I say is that saying. I think the entire 
your premise of conservative versus progressive is great, uh, and you should definitely continue to figure out that out. It, it kind of it reminds me of the Michael Che. Michael Che has this one bit where the idea of you know the, of the civil of rights movements and like you know rights activists, the yeah, whole yeah. idea that somebody's out there's like people have rights and somebody out there is like no, yeah, 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 nah, man, yeah, I think it's true. Um, I also like the pudding thing a lot. Uh, one thing I wanted to hear more about was like how you got at home. Like as soon as you delivered the girlfriend line, I was like, how, how'd you get oh, home? Yeah. And then you sort of said it like I snuck at home, but I wanted like, I don't know, act it out or sort of like some crazy way you had to like sneak it in your pants or something. Yeah. Uh, just like, I feel like there's like, there's something there which yeah. could be fun. I, you know, the sad thing about that is I, I added the girlfriend to make it more funny. Cause when I did tell her about the chocolate pudding, she's like, well, you're not doing that again. But it honestly, I was by myself, and I, I just, and and I bought the only thing I bought was a tub of chocolate pudding. How much did you spend? It was very, uh, it was cost effective because it was because it was three ninety nine for four pudding cups, which are very tiny, or three ninety nine for a tub of pudding. Um, you know, that's like, yeah, that's off brand stuff. It, I. You know, you could buy ten, five gallons of, you know, government pudding, but <laughs> really uh, government pudding. <laughs> Where do you get government pudding from? <laughs> from the 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 uh, pan- city pantry. You know? you know why I wouldn't eat government pudding? Because they put chemtrails in there. Oh, you gotta step ahead, man. Come on. And and to to go back yeah, to the no, full was- of pizza refrigerator, a guy lived on pizza for a whole year. And the doctor said he was all right. A whole year. Yeah, but did a psychiatrist say he was all right? A guy also didn't shower for a year and he was fine. Mm. Mm. All right. Anyone else? You want to go up, Jason? Go ahead. Get ready for this. I don't have enough of a comment, but I feel like the Chris Rock Hot Wheels thing like definitely has a lot of potential. Yeah, it's. I mean, that. it's kind of ripping off. Not not intentionally, but uh, it's. Uh, what's his? Uh, uh, Donald Glover used to do a similar bit. Yeah, the Chris yeah. Rock with black people and vampires. Like, yeah. so I don't know if I would ever use that as an actual bit. But I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad you liked it because yep. it is just a dumb thing. It's, so I think the only problem with that bit is I don't always have a stool I can kick down. Which I did that. Act, that wasn't intentional, but. <laughs> and I, I think. But now now it has to become part of the bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also the really cool thing is like it's such a personality change because like you're like you're usually in one place and Chris Rock's like very like big and you know Yeah, and does the cord whip a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's tough as a comic doing bits about another comic because the audience find these comedians beloved and they're like, Why are you making fun of Chris Rock or why are you wasting your time? Yeah, I mean I I've honestly found if you mention other comedians on stage more often than that, the audience just won't know what you're talking about. Because yeah, most audiences unless you're like it's like Dave Chappelle or like Bill Cosby or someone, most audiences just aren't comedy savvy. Yeah, and it also it's a waste of your time. Like what are you doing on stage doing material and referencing other comics? It's not really Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. All right. Well cool. Thank you so much, Ian Levy, everyone. Your next comment coming to the stage. Very funny, gentlemen. Are you still awake? Give it up for Dwight Mwai. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Hey, folks. Hey, uh, you, know how, you know how bats get around using sound? Right? Wouldn't it be cool in the future if we inject the bats' DNA into blind people? 
Huh? And now they get around screaming, like, oh, that way. <laughs> Where are we? At the library, sir, if you're gonna be inside, you gotta use your cane. Like, oh, don't tell me what to do, oh! Sir, are you yelling at me or trying to locate me to hit me? Because that'll be illegal, okay? Don't fucking do Bad dad, huh? Hey, you know, how, you know how people create jobs? Fucking, I hate jobs. You know, stop creating them. Guy goes, I created 300 jobs. I'm like, well, then you do them. Don't give them to me. I don't want them. I want jobs. You know, and you know, before jobs, we hunted and we fished and we like picked fruits and we grew vegetables. Those are all the things that my 65-year-old dad does, right? Which means before jobs, we were all born into retirement. And then jobs go, we offer you a retirement package. I'm like, well, motherfucker, I was already retired. Don't fucking give me a job. Don't steal my. Anyways, new jokes. New jokes. What? Oh, what does this say? Oh, hey, we all hate bullies, right? Yeah. We all hate bullies, right? What about a, like a clever bully, though, right? Like he holds a mirror to your face, and while you're looking at yourself, he hits you. <laughs> That'll be all right. Like, oh, that was kind of funny, you fucking asshole. The, the thing. Uh, you know, they call uh, solitary confinement torture, right? Imagine if you were in solitary for 10 years, and you got out, and then uh, you found somebody else who was tortured, and you go, what did they do to you? And he goes, oh, man, they waterboarded me, they kicked me, they fucking spat on me, they talked about my God. What did they do to you? He's like, oh, they left me alone. 10 years. They left me alone. Uh, anyways, guys, let's see here. Let's do crowd work. Let's do some crowd work. Let me pick on you. No, I can't pick on you. I know you're on, off stage. It wouldn't be real. I know you too, so it wouldn't be real. I mean, I can make fun of you eating cabbage out of a half Ziploc bag, but I know you, so it wouldn't be that good. You know? No, it's okay. I know you. I know you. I don't know you, so maybe. No, nah, I don't know you anymore. Oh, yeah, I know you now. So, All right, that's enough of my crowd work. <laughs> my crowd work involves me telling you who I know and who I won't make fun of. Oh, really? That's not even material. <laughs> oh, look at all the money. How, many, how much money we got here, Mike? One bus fare, two and a half bus fare. How did it contribute? What? You could donate. I know, but I, I Instagrammed. Where? What? In my Instagram. What's your Instagram? I'm going to look at it. I know. I'm going to do it after. No, no. Well, then, then donate. <laughs> no, then donate now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't do it right now. Do it on Venmo. We'll wait. What? Oh, no, no, Venmo's too. I gotta sign in and sign out. <laughs> Can't do any of that. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. That's cool. I got, no, I got more jokes, though. You guys wanna hear jokes, though? <laughs> you guys don't like the, you guys, you guys like the interaction, but you guys don't like the jokes, though. Oh, oh man. You know what? I don't think I can go back to jokes, you know? Uh, okay, all right. One more joke? Not even a joke, though. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm glad I don't live in my, like a big house, because you know, if I did, I would always think about the different places that strangers could hide, you know? That's why I'm glad I live in my car. All right, critique that. Critique <laughs> that. All right, thank you very much. Dwight Mai, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dwight Mai. Oh, Anyone have any constructive criticism for the joke workshopy thing uh, for Mr. Dwight Mai? <laughs> hey, that blind shit. You need to fuck with that one. Oh, thank you. Yes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what about my Japs joke? <laughs> oh, 
like that one. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to make a dumb joke. Oh, go ahead. I, I want to hear it. Said, uh, I was going to ask, uh, hey, Dwat Mai, would you define your sexuality as Dwat Bai? No. Okay, yeah, 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 fair enough. What is this? Uh, Mission Hill Saloon? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I really, no, that's why I tried to stop myself. Oh, yeah. Saloon. <laughs> yeah, because Josh always says that, right? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Well, thank you for the critique. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all my material is good for, man. Little kids. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, I guess that's enough. Enough stage time for you. Anyone else have any comments? <laughs> all right, thanks so much. Swap my. Blowing off that free stage time. Dwight, are you on the phone? Uh, I'm on Instagram. Are you going to Instagram? Better be. I'm All right. I'm at- Instagramming Guaco, and he's going to Instagram me. All right. Sounds good. So you're Guaco. Why don't you get on stage, Gu- uh, Guatemala Silva, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for the racists who can't pronounce my name, guys. No, I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> Not professional I, at I all. I know. It's okay. It's okay. My name is Guatemala, guys. Um, I wish dogs can piss in bottles. Okay. There's a lot of dating websites, you know, Tinder, uh, Grinder, Hinge, uh, fucking Okay Cupid. But what about people with diseases like herpes? I, I created my own app. It's called Love Herps. Do they? Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I met this uh this chick. She's half black, half white, and Native American. And I gave her a Native American name. Her name is She Who Runs Fast and Lies Well. Okay. The Titanic sank because the captain forgot his binoculars. There's something there. I don't know. I think if you're in the military, I think you should get free gas. <laughs> okay, for me, I thought, okay. Uh, I hate mosquitoes, especially when they suck your blood. You're like, damn it, fuck, right? Why has it they changed their sound, you know, when they land? Like, they just land, like, silent, like ninjas, right? And then all you hear is, I'm going to suck your dick. You're like, what? Like, no, okay. I hate changing diapers. Like, I'm very stubborn. Like, I just don't like changing diapers at all because I have a lot of cousins. So they should come up with a, a bidet for babies. I don't know, okay. Um, today I saw a kid in a wheelchair tripping the Simone kid. It was the funniest shit ever. Like he was just on his wheelchair and he just tripped the kid. And all he hears is, meh, right? And the Simone kid and uh, started like crying, right? I was like, oh shit, why is he crying? You know, because he's tri- he tripped, right? And he's fat, right? And I was like, oh shit. And I looked at him. Oh, he's retarded. So me and the kid in the wheelchair got on top of each other and started rolling down the hill. I was like, oh, shit, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, no. Oh, yeah, they, they, I'm, I'm going there. I'm going to don't be silly. Wrap up your willy. See, these are just notes. Hmm. Silly <laughs> um, What else I want to talk about? Uh, I used to be a criminal. I used to rob people, but I like the first time I robbed somebody, I was wearing my Letterman high school jacket on. <laughs> and I remember the first time I was robbing somebody that were Asian. I wanted to pick someone who was weak, so I was like, perfect, they're Asian, right? So I was like, fuck. I had like music. I was like getting uh, pumped up and shit. You know, I was like listening to Tupac. I was like, it's some gangster shit, right? 
Then I jumped out the fucking bushes like, give me your fucking money, kids. They're like, Guatemo? I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I'm just joking with you guys. Like, I, see, all right, well, this is an open mic. I'm, let's, uh, what else I want to talk about? Oh, thank you. Well, no, nah, I want to keep going, but fuck it. Nah, I'm just, you know, this is cool. Shut up, Larry. He's like the fucking kid who talks in class and I'm doing my presentation. Like, oh, nah. Have you guys ever been so drunk that you just, like, you're, like, really fucked up, but you decide to hop, like, but, but, like, you're really responsible, so you decide to hop on BART? I remember the last time I got really drunk and I hopped on BART and, like, I passed out. And then 10 seconds later, you hear the conductor saying, Pittsburgh, Bay Point. You're like, shit. I was trying to go to 24th Mission, grab a burrito. All right. Good night. Peace. All right. No, hang on, Sage. No, I know. Yeah, we got to go. What's up with the mic? Criticism. Quit. Okay. That's what my dad said. I'm just joking. I don't have a dad. What happened? What's going on? Oh, or I'm schizophrenic. No, no. Oh, okay. Stop tapping on the mic. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I like the whole, I the the whole idea of you um, robbing someone in your Letterman jacket. Uh, I feel like you just need to set it up differently so that people have no idea what you're about to say. Like, don't start by saying, oh, I used to rob people. Start by something more sort of abstract. Like, you know how the first time you ever do something that you ultimately get really good at, you're not that good at it that first time. Like, the first time I ever robbed somebody, I did it in my Letterman jacket. Like, that's funny, I think. I think. And then you get you can go on from there, I think. Also, true story. I was with him when we tried to rob him. That's true. Yeah. True story. Um, I thought all the one-liner stuff at the beginning was great. Like, even not batting a thousand, I thought, like, it was super funny. I would just, like, lean into that and not, like, you landed it and then you were like, uh, uh no, 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 that's no good. Just, like, if you're going to do it, like, deliver it and leave that pause because I thought a lot of them were actually, like, mm, okay, well, really good. Well. All right, anyone else? No? All right, Silva, thank you so much. Sorry I fucked up your name. Uh, I'm not very professional. Your next comment coming to stage. Very funny. Please give it up for Larry Dorsey. Nigga, 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 nigga. This all I'm gonna do. I wanna hear you fucking people critique this shit. Nigga, 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 nigga. He's the only one who can critique it. He actually you was about to write some notes. I saw that shit. You look like the dude who had to eat the cake on Matilda. But that's funny as hell, but y'all 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 see Matilda? Come on, man. Yeah, I'm born and raised here in San Francisco, loyal to the soil native. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff growing up. You know how many murders I haven't seen? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I ain't going to snitch on nobody. Um, So I'm supposed to tell jokes. Y'all going to critique them. So I'm going to take full advantage of this. And with all humility, you know, no matter how many years of comedy I've been doing, I love pe- – I actually prefer it if you tell me – harsh critiques i want you to fucking make me want to quit so remember that okay (sighs) i'm trying to convince my daughter not to go to college so that i don't have to pay child support any more extra years okay (laughs) uh 
me and my uncle were watching a martial arts movie and the Asian people in the movie started to fly. And, and my uncle turns to me and goes, you know they could do that shit in real life, right? And I look at him, get out of here, man. He was like, no, I swear, I saw it in the Vietnam War. But usually it happened after they stepped on a landmine. What if police dogs were chihuahuas? I, don't, I think it's racist to categorize anybody under domestic violence by race, you know what I mean? Like, oh, black people hit their wives or whatever, or hillbillies. But I will say that there is a color that has a relationship with domestic violence. Chris Brown, James Brown, Jim Brown, Bobby Brown, Antonio Brown. Okay. So you know they, they repo cars, right? I mean, that's when someone, like Dr. Bounty Hunter, they go and take a car if you haven't did the payments. But did you know that they repo expensive wheelchairs too? <laughs> that is a job that very few people can have the heart to do. I would love to have that job <laughs> and to go to the old folks home. It would be so easy. Okay. There's something there like Dr. Bounty Hunter. Imagine him going and taking someone out of their wheelchair. Okay. Someone trying to escape. Oh, fuck. Okay. Something's there. Um... Uh, Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy motivation had dope dealers waking up at three in the morning. Um, I misread drag show as do rag show. And went to the, it was a fucking crazy night. Um, after you finish doing laundry, you don't fold socks. You spend 3.5 hours pulling them inside out. I need to learn how to fuck on a full stomach. Um... <laughs> Uh, uh, what else do I recently wrote? Okay. Uh, this is a conversation between my cousin and my aunt. Where do you want to eat? Let's go to Einstein Bagels. Einstein, who's that? Mom, he's a genius. He's Jesus? No, not Jesus, a genius. You know, a smart person? Oh, I only care about Jesus. I saw a social media post that said, stop telling men to man up. Two out of three of the world's suicides are committed by men. But maybe if these niggas manned up, they wouldn't commit suicide. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Um, that's my new jokes. I have to get off stage. Thank y'all. Love, peace, and happiness. I wish everybody in here the most success. Thank you. All right. Hey, wow. I ran out of time on the two unlimited one-hour block. Give it up for Larry Dorsey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Don't have any music to play you off. We have a lineup for people to offer you some constructive criticism. Thank you so much. Uh, I can't believe. No. Um, was someone sending you those jokes by uh, texting you? Like you had you had your phone up the whole time. No, no, I was reading. It's like my most recent jokes that I've written. Okay. Trying to make you quit. That's all. <laughs> Boy, I'll Got you back. You, up. you look like a, a special ed school bus driver, nigga. <laughs> Is that really how child support works? Yeah. So if they go to college, you have to pay child support for longer. For an extra, an extra four years. Yes. Okay. So yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Maybe just. Uh, something there, though, right? 
there is something there. Maybe get more specific. You got to do something else to end the landmine joke because it just ends on such a note where, I mean, maybe you don't care, but only the most twisted people. Like, I thought that was hilarious. And if I think it's hilarious, it's probably not a good sign (laughs) for a larger audience. It gets a partial laugh. Yeah. Slash up. Oh. Oh yeah. Then most people are super alienated by that. I'm sure. Uh, the Chihuahua thing. I mean, that was just an idea. That wasn't a joke. Yeah. But I. But I mean, it was. I think. Yeah. You can probably do something with that. The repo wheelchair man. Same thing. Uh, basically, you should give up and you should kill yourself. Your wife is Colombian, just like me. I'm gonna tell her that you're. Dis- you're fucking discouraging fellow Colombians, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to come with the comeback to that because that was just... Out of respect to Colombians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Colombian All right, thank you. Time. Anyone else have any comments for Larry? What's up, brother? What's up, man? You don't have nothing for my nigga bit in the beginning? Okay. Okay, for sure. Thank you. Make child support too, boy. Your hair is shaped like the new Xbox, nigga. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Larry. Thanks, everybody. This has been Joke Workshop, as we do it every Monday at 6 p.m. Come on by to MutinyRadio.fm as a comedian or audience members. We have live shows, comedy shows here three times a week, sometimes even more. Friday we have a six o'clock open mic, an eight o'clock showcase. So. Keep listening and come on by. And uh, donations are welcome at our new Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Thanks very much. I've been Mike Spiegelman. motorcycle lawyers were part of the riding community Quad tigers watches over riders if you're injured in a motorcycle accident we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too we're by your side every step of the way with the law tigers you never ride alone if you're injured in a motorcycle accident call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com the law tiger california's motorcycle lawyer today's here's law firm llp 180 
convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. And I did it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black plastic. Smoking big spliffs and cruising around. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good to see you. I am a Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. 
Counter Offers menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offers serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at Subliminal SF dot myshopify.com that's subliminal sf dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. 
special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Watch a full length movie with Mike Spiegelman. Here on MuniRadio.fm, where we stream live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Today is November 10th, 2019, and my name is Mike Spiegelman. November 4. No. Let's try this again. <laughs> Today is Sunday, November 10th, 2019. <laughs> You just slam a time machine. It's great. I love it. Don't call attention. This is pre-recorded. I'm here uh, live in the studio, in the flesh, Carl. Right. And I'm in Georgia at a wedding. <laughs> That's where you're going to be. Well, we want to welcome to the show. How do I explain? The, how do we explain the premise? Mm, right. Mm, yes. What is? I mean, you hear "Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube," and you just don't know. You what think, does it mean? man, I should rip that idea off. Well, go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> You're not the first. We stole it first. Yeah. We, we, we came up with the idea to steal it first. Uh, but you did. Enough bitter grapes. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. The idea is that these are movies that we read about. We never got to see it until they got posted on YouTube. Some of them are so special that it's impossible to watch on your own. They're so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, not to change the subject, what movie are we watching today? Wait, aren't you going to do the L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-P blogspot.com and all that? Yes. We want you to subscribe uh, our podcast. So go to your podcast machine, simply type in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of our Twitter account. That's the name of our YouTube account. Uh, our Facebook is Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube. And we're on Blogspot. Let's watch full length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Not been uh, updated. Anyway, what can I tell you about that? So, uh, Carl, what is the movie we're going to watch today? Try, stop delaying okay. it. Let's watch this already. All right. We are going to watch Cars Life 2. C A R apostrophe S Life 2. Uh, and I recommend Night Owl. All right, let's three see. L's. Ooh. Okay, there's Night Owl, three L's, Cars Life 2, from DVD rip. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So many things wrong with that. <laughs> Full it's... movie in parentheses, Cars Life 2, apostrophe S, and hosted by Night Owl. Owl. No. Now, I got to say that I know this movie because it is a staple if you have premium cable and you have like the multiple channels. It, they tend to fill out the day by airing not a Bug's Life, not Cars 2, <laughs> a Cars Life 2. Right. Oh my God, that sounds so odious. <laughs> oh boy. So you watched this, huh? Oh yeah. And you took meticulous notes. <laughs> I took notes, all right. This movie is like the bottom of the pile. Like I, I, I have a, I have a movie in my mind which will be our final movie, but this would be mm-hmm. our penultimate movie in my list of things. You know, like. We're wrapping it up. We just don't give a shit. Let's watch A Car's Life too. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've watched Godfather. We've watched Terminator. We've, we've done... Yeah, we've watched some good movies, but not tonight. This ain't one of them. Oh, speaking of which, I accidentally hit the wrong button. Uh, as we chit-chat, I'm getting ready to uh, get our countdown prepared. I should have done this before okay. I walked in. Wouldn't that be better? There's so many different yeah, movie well, choices on well, here. Well, oh, I did it again. I keep hitting futz. Let's watch a- We don't want to watch futz. <laughs> futz is one of the movies that's on our YouTube channel. But we have... Yeah. We're going to do the countdown. Normally, we do this in person with Paul Brumbaugh, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, able body mouth breather before us. But he is the not here. King. So uh, I got a demo. So, so let's listen to the Countdown King's Paul's intro. And when he gives you the cue, go ahead. We want you to get Cars Life 2 ready. You have it Buffered paused. Up. Buffered up. Zero, 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 zero. And when Paul gives you the go-to, go to it. As soon as we're done buffering. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. All right. Thank you, Paul Brumbaugh. We are launched. Yes. Spark plug. It looks like a pile of poop on top of pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) On top of pancakes. Yeah. Where else would poop be? Oh, this looks uh, realistic. I thought this was an animated movie. This is real life. Wow. Here comes our hero, the red car. Not a lot of traffic today. Well, the interstate isn't coming through, you see. And that's going to be part of the uh, plot. The interstate's going to come through. No, we don't. Oh, no. Everyone speeds. She's gonna learn sooner or later. These are cars talking, by the way. This is in like puppets. They're driving like four miles per hour. Yeah, because Dad wants to go the speed limit. Uh, so let's. Uh, you've seen the movie Cars? Maybe Cars Two, Cars Three. Mm-hmm. The logic between the the world is is baffling, right? 
Yeah, I'm sure. Like, they have these uh, racing lots where the bleachers are can fit parked cars. Right. And one car has a, of course, one famous car has a mattress tied to its top. For who? So I, I couldn't tell you, but see, if there was no Cars movie, no Cars two movie, no Cars three movie, this movie would not exist because this guy, his name is Michael Shelp, and he's CEO of Sparkplug Entertainment, and he basically. Whatever Pixar's doing or whatever the animated hit is, he makes his own titled version. It's his own movie, right? But with the same title. So let me, can I guess uh, with a couple? A, with a knockoff title. Can I guess a couple of his movies? Oh, okay. So um, you have an ant's life. What's that based on? A bug's life. You have Spider's Web, A Pig's Tale. <laughs> 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 That's right. Charlotte's Web? Is it Charlotte's yeah. Web? Oh, my you God. Have, um, you, you have Plan B. Plan B. Oh, that's when he knocked up his wife, and they weren't really expecting 